is a win is a win, right? We say that all the time. Let's go. What's the room fill up? Yeah, yeah. We gonna do this the best way we can. One day at a time, one movement at a time. Brick by brick, let's continue to grind. Really appreciate you all. Yeah. Open up your hearts and minds, Cowboy Nation. Yeah. Ain't no party like a cowboy party, cause a cowboy party don't stop. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Huh. Shout out to all of you all. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here live like 95, baby. Hey, we got the dub, and I understand that, hey, where has this P been for the last few weeks? It's been three weeks, and we've been on vacation, basically. You would have thought that the team went to Cabo, but this team showed up, and they was ready. From the start of the whistle, I really appreciate each and every last one of you all who stood up and, and still supported this team through thick and thin. Thank those who really called out for Jason Garrett because I think that every inch of, of, of pressure is responsible for this game. I really do think that, that I think that, hey, when you look at everything from A to Z, when you really think about it, you can say, man. This coach really had his neck against the wall, right? Back, back against the wall. <laughs> Joshua Whitlock, man, really appreciate you for the donation to help grow the nation, man. Uh, thank those who support this thing, man. One day at a time, one movement at a time. And I promise you, I'm not going to stop this thing at all, you know. You guys going to be just one day looking at it. And you'll be like, look, man, I, I remember this guy from YouTube. I remember this guy from Facebook. Shout out to Gambino. Shout out to you, Thornton. Really appreciate you, Mandy. Really, really do. How does this win feel? Now that you can walk around with your Cowboys silver and blue on, you don't have to hear from the major media networks. You don't have to hear from your neighbor. You don't have to hear from the dog when you're walking down the street and it seems like the dog even talking about you. You don't have to hear from Tupac and Biggie. Now you can just hear from us. How about them Cowboys? Let's continue to grind, Cowboy Nation. Matter of fact, it's too crunk. Let's go. Hey. Yes, Cowboy Nation, how do you guys feel about this day, man? Uh, you guys know how this show goes. We'll be listening in to 105.3 The Fan. Uh, give myself a little break and just listen to them have their thoughts and their opinions out there. We're facing against, we face against those Eagles next week, so we'll be ready for them. Oh, those are big. Uh, th those are big. And, uh, you know, our ability to run the ball, our ability to make timely throws and keep those drives alive was significant. Again, this game was going to be about controlling the line of scrimmage, the big guys up front, you know, handing the ball to Zeke Elliott. And, uh, and, and I thought those guys did a fantastic job. When Dak had opportunities to make throws, uh, he and the tight ends and the receivers cashed in uh, at, at timely moments to keep drives alive and timely moments to cash in at the end of drive. So a, a good mix of run and pass and, uh, and really good drives, and those are important drives for you. You mentioned it earlier with the, with the Witten catch, but can, can you talk about that catch a little bit more and also Sean Lee's performance and what those two guys kind of gave you today as far as... Yeah, they're great football players, and they've been great football players for the franchise for a long 
long time, and they're guys that we rely on uh, to play at a very high level yeah. and also to have a really positive impact on our team, and they do that every day. And uh, they're ready for their opportunities, and, and they cash in on them. What was very productive early on in the ball game, caught a lot of different balls, and, and just made a hell of a play on that on that on that touchdown. I mean, Dak, mm-hmm. you know, had to drive the ball a little bit and kind of put it a little bit behind him, but Witt reaches back and makes the play and allows us to cash in on that drive, convert a third down, and score a touchdown oh, you know, after we had a good drive. And that's big. That's big early on in the game. And then obviously we're up by a couple scores prior to the half, and then Sean makes that big time play. And you know, Sean's been a ball guy ever since he's been here he's made a number of those kinds of plays throughout his career and you know if you think about both those guys they represent everything you want in your organization Uh, everything you want in terms of their preparation their love of the game their willingness to put team first and then their performance and how much they love it and how much they care about it and i think that was reflected in their performances today driving to the stadium did you know sean as you drove to the stadium today did you know sean was going to play we anticipate him being able to play yes in the first half, how were you made aware of the controversy around the coin toss and the possibility you might be kicking off twice? Yeah, Dak had told me that he used the word defer out there, uh, so so we felt like, you know, we we had a case there that we just they they needed to kind of hear it, and then I actually was coming in to the locker room, and Aaron Andrews made me aware of it that there was some audio that they were going to refer back to. Talk about the job the offensive line did today. Just fantastic job. Yeah, again, uh, like we talked, uh, you know, the challenge is going to be up front. Uh, they have big time players up front. That Aaron Donald's a hell of a football player. He's hard to block. And they have other guys. They have a number of guys that when they get in one on one situations, you see them win time and time again, week after week. So it was a challenge for us to block them in the running game. It was a challenge for us to protect, you know, for Dak in the passing game. And our guys stepped up over and over and over again. I do think some of those long sustained drives works to our benefit. I think we were able to wear them down a little bit. And again, the good mix of run and pass. I thought Kellen did a great job calling the game, getting everybody involved, and and allowing us to be a physical offense. And then when we needed to make some plays in the passing game, we were able to do that. Cloud Floyd, what's up, Joe? Shout out to you, Italy, Joe. And and a lot of the defensive players echoed that. Can you talk about their performance today and just so starkly different from how they played in recent weeks? I just thought it was outstanding, and the challenge for them was to stop the run. I don't know what the stats ended up being, but they weren't able to run the ball very well against us, and that was what we needed to do. And so much of it goes back to discipline and being fundamentally sound and being physical and sprinting to the ball and tackling all the things you preach from day one. And guys just did a great job in their preparation, understanding that, did a great job carrying that preparation of the ball game and uh, and so much of what most offenses do in the NFL comes off of what they do in the running game however different ways teams run it these days uh, that's a big part of playing good offensive football and we're able to take that away from them and, and make them a one-dimensional offense and that certainly works to our advantage. Jason, how big a momentum builder is this going into Philly next week now? Yeah, the biggest thing for us to do is, like we do every week, learn from the game. Yeah. You know, Obviously, it was a good win for us, but there are plenty of things we've got to address and clean up as we go forward. You build on the good stuff, you clean up the other stuff, and you get your eyes forward, and you get back to, to, to making a one-day season on Monday. Let's have a great Monday tomorrow, and that's how we're going to prepare this week. It'll be a great challenge for us. You guys see a different team. You guys get a lead. Shout out to you, uh, Gambino. First half, second half. It just seems to, you guys flow differently. Is that a fair assessment?
Um, you know, I, I don't know that I can make that generalization. You know, one of the things we try to instill in our team is you have to try to play at a high level regardless of what the circumstances are. And whether you're ahead, behind, the score's tied, home, away, whatever the circumstances are, uh, you know, you, you just ha- you have to strive to play at a high level. So that's certainly what we try to do. There's no question starting off and being ahead in a game certainly works to your advantage. You want to start off fast, then you want to play well in the middle and finish strong. Is there any, after three straight losses, any sense of relief in winning this one at all? Yeah, again, we just try to focus on what we need to do each week. Um, you know, the best teams are able to do that. They put the wins and the losses behind them, and they prepare for the next challenge. Our team did a good job of that this week. You focus on that, but but you also see, too, where sometimes where, where things build up and then you break through. It's sort of like the dam breaking and, and all the pressure and the... The, the things that have bothered a team and weighed them down are kind of off their backs now. There's a freedom going forward, or is that? Yeah, right? again, uh, you know, we're at our best, and we focus on what we need to do each week. Uh, you certainly don't want to take any for, anything for granted after you have a big win, and you certainly don't, don't want to have any hangover when you have a big loss. You know, somehow, some way, you have to process it, put it behind you, learn from it, and move forward. And the best teams are able to do that. That's what we strive to do. The kickoffs might have bothered you, but four bath makings, three field goal attempts. What is that? Yeah, really you? solid, really solid with his with his field goals, and those are big for us. We had good drives and needed to be able to cash them in, and uh, and we'll keep working on getting those kickoffs right. Did you think your defense was more prepared to how to stop their run, given just the dramatic reversal from what they did in the playoffs against you, to you just holding them to? 20 yards or whatever it was. Yeah, I think our defensive staff did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, they put a good plan together, and, and obviously that was a point of emphasis for us. Uh, we had to stop the run, and that's really a point of emphasis for us every week. Uh, you try to make the opposing offense one-dimensional. Again, that works to your advantage uh, defensively, but the guys did a great job executing the plan. Uh, they were fundamentally sound. They were disciplined. They were physical. They ran to the ball. I thought we tackled well. That runner is a big-time player. He's a hell of a football player. So every time the ball snapped and he has it in Shout his hands, he's dangerous. So I thought we did a good job just locking in, honing in, doing what we need to do to stop him throughout the ball game. Did you know before the game that Philadelphia had won? Uh, I, I, I didn't really follow it. <laughs> good luck. What you say about what you're able to do offensively tonight, too, that – that Cooper and, and Gallup and Cobb really weren't a big part of what you were doing as far as a production Anderson, standpoint. What's good, fam? Yeah, we're just one you. of those games. Obviously, we ran the ball a lot. We ran it effectively. You know, and each of those guys in the passing game, you know, they needed to step up when the, when the number was called. And uh, Amari made a big time play. I think it was on a third down when Dak was moving to his right yeah, in yeah. the middle of the field. And you know, those guys are always ready for their opportunities. They're pros. They understand what we're trying to do. We're trying to win as a team. It's not about it's not about numbers. You know, number of catches as you have or number of yards. It's when I get my chance, be ready for it. They do a hell of a job of that. Talk about the Tavon Austin touchdown. Yeah, 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 it was a big-time play. Uh, obviously, Dak made, a, made a, a, a big-time play at the outset, you know, escaping from a free rusher. And, uh, you know, uh, give him credit uh, for that, to be able to keep that play alive and then to have the wherewithal to keep his eyes up and find Tavon was big. And, you know, Tavon's pretty fast when he gets out there in space, so nobody's going to catch him. Gifford and Thomas, do you have uh, updates on those two guys? Uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't look good for Luke. Uh, we think he has a fracture uh, of his arm, so we'll get more information on that. But it does not look good for him uh, at the outset here. And uh, who else did you? Yeah, I think Joe's going to be okay. Uh, don't have any more information on that. CJ Goodwin also hurt his thumb, so we're, we're still looking into that and see how he is after this ball game. This may sound dumb, but that's okay. Do you bring up the fact that if you win this week, you win the East and make your? I mean, is there some discussion of that away from 
the normal process. Yeah, again, again, we don't talk too, too much about that, but obviously everybody needs to know where you are. Uh, but then it comes back to us. It comes back to us and our preparation and what we need to do to go play our best football. Thanks, guys. All right. Good to see you guys. Thank you. How you doing, guys? That is Jason Garrett right here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening. All right, so they finna go into commercial break for 10 seconds. Hey, here's the thing, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, let me know. Do you guys still think that we should keep Jason Garrett? Or <laughs> let's just talk about that another day. And let's just talk about the win. Look, or, or if you guys don't want to keep Jason Garrett, let me know. Just give me a thumbs up in the uh, chat box. Or give me a thumbs down if you want to uh, get rid of Jason Garrett. Just let me know. Uh, Cowboy Nation, a win is a win is a win. It'll be a pivotal game next week. That will be like a playoff type of game. We win, we end, we get a home playoff game. It's going to be a game that's going to be in Dallas, Texas. So that's the glory and the good thing about a win if we can get one if we can find one if we can smell one we would get a win uh shout out to you all man uh ceo shout out to you we do really appreciate you uh richard that's on my facebook panel really appreciate you and paul man let's get continue to someone please help me save some money they still on commercial break so if you all are listening to 105.3 the fan let me know when they're back live so this game, man, I saw Ezekiel Elliott run with explosiveness. I saw him run downhill. I was yelling out, me and Big Game James was live like 95. We were sitting, sitting there seeing, saying, um, this Ezekiel Elliott looked like Ohio State Ezekiel, you see. Running through tackles. You can't bring him down with an arm. He was moving that arm out the way. I think he got 117 yards. Uh, I think Tony Pollard had 131 rushing yards. So I see a lot of thumbs down. Wiggle Bell and uh, Ron Burke, and as well as Nathan Holt, Rob Roberto, and S.M. Taylor. A lot of people are saying, hey, you know, <laughs> enjoy this victory. But, you know, in the bigger picture of things, it's time for Jason Gary to go. I see you. Shout out to you, uh, uh, Jamie. Thank you for tuning in. And Cindy. Uh, she says she love uh, her some Law Nation. And I really appreciate you for loving the nation. Yes. And um, here's, here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. When we can just get into the tournament, uh, I, I think my guy West Coast uh, Cowboy, uh, for those who don't know, DC Scouting and those those guys is over there on the Facebook deal. He got a wonderful video talking about he really broke it down like line by line, precept upon precept, like the Bible does on how the Giants were able to gain that momentum when they got into the tournament. They didn't finish out strong like we thought they did, you see. But it's all about getting to the tournament, and you can just shake some things, and some things can change loose. And then all of a sudden, you can look up and say, okay, now we got a playoff game. Now we got a, another playoff game. Oh, now we got another playoff. Oh, my goodness, now we're in the Super Bowl. You see, strange things can happen. And the worst thing that can ever happen is a team like ours. We got 15 guys that have been to the Pro Bowl one way or another, right? And if these guys can just bring this type of energy, turnovers and takeaways on the defense, I didn't like how they finished as it relates to prevent defense, but I do like the collective strategy on the offense, running the ball like Ezekiel Elliott and then bringing in the Tony Pollard's of the world. Boy, boy, that's nasty. It's on display today. The physical toughness and the mental toughness was all over our football team. Hell of a job, you guys. Hell of a job. You guys know where we are, though. You guys know where we are. We're right back at it. We talked about it all week long. This one's done. Now it's tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow's a one-day season. 
<laughs> There's Jason Garrett inside the winning locker room. Hey, besides that prep talk from Jason Garrett, I must say, that must have been one hell of a highlight tape that he showed those boys last week and this week, right? <laughs> that must be been one hell of a highlight tape. I want to get a copy of that highlight tape. I really do. I really want to see that highlight Supermarket tape. Supermarket and Pharmacy of the Dallas Cowboys inside the Miller Lite Club where the Cowboys are 7-7 seven and seven after their 44-21 victory. We hear from Zeke Elliott in a moment and what he had to say, but... Zeke was fantastic at this one. The Cowboys' rush attack was fantastic. Zeke, 24 for 117 and two touchdowns. Also had three receptions for 43 yards. Tony Pollard, 12 for 131, an average of 11 yards per carry. Mm-hmm. Brought us more impressive yards. in this win. A The offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. for the Cowboys? I think defense. defensively yeah. because they had been in such disarray, if you want to be, you know, to maybe use the right word here. I don't know. I'm not a wordsmith like you are, but I I, I feel like, <laughs> though, nice when word, you watch Rob, them Rob, play, to me, disarray. I had more worries about could the Cowboys stop the Rams? Could they stop this? You know, the they mul- have shown the ability to no, stop they, anybody. They Jeff had, Driscoll or exactly. Teddy Bridgewater or anybody. Exactly. You play a better quarterback. You play more weapons. You play an offensive line that hadn't given up many sacks. They were second behind you in the number of sacks, and mm-hmm. you were able to get pressure all night long and then all find a way long. to choke their running and that was something mickey spagnola talked about in the in the pregame show with us i said mickey take one that you can do and mickey and i'll ask him he comes out here tonight you know what did you yeah you wanted to choke the run they did it forced jared golf to have to make great job of the secondary though too cheeto awuzie and the way he was able to do playing in coverage jordan lewis didn't give up very much to inside out of the slot they made some plays on the football they, you know, they tackled well enough as a group, and that's what you had to have. They were they got the Rams in some third down and some long yarded situations, and were able to get off the field. And we hadn't seen that very much in the last three weeks. When the yes, Cowboys and Rams Cowboys. played in the division round of the playoffs in January, the Rams as a team Richard. had 48 carries for 273 yards and three to touchdowns. Tonight, the Cowboys as a team, 45 carries, 263 and three touchdowns. Mm. Virtually the exact same statistical lines. For the Rams and the Cowboys in two the last two matchups, and this was just a game where the ground game worked early for the Cowboys. They didn't have to force the pass. They were running well, blocking it well, and Zeke was running the football well. And Chris Arnold, our own Chris Arnold, cut up with Zeke Elliott in the locker room after there this one. There you go, Zeke. Zeke, it seemed like it was a total, complete effort by all sides of the ball. Can you describe how you feel about everybody's effort? Uh, I mean, we're excited. Uh... No, we're happy we went out there and got the win, but uh, I mean, we're on to the next one. Um, I mean, got to watch the game, obviously, and, and uh, see, see how everything went. But, uh, you know, now we're on to this next one game season we got next week. You had a fine game, but you always like to talk about your buddy Tony Pollard. He had a really nice game tonight, 130 yards rush. I don't win 30 yards. Shout out to you, Yes, uh, you know, Tony had, had a hell of a day. Um, he was running, running real hard. as long. Couple of his runs. I think he was stopped in the backfield and he broke a bunch of tackles and and, and ran for extra yards. So I mean, he had a, he had a hell of a day, man. I'm happy for him. He's a hell of a player. He's he's gonna keep growing as a player. Were you surprised you guys were able to run so much on the Rams because their defense normally doesn't give it that much running yards? Uh, no. Um, we know, like I said, I've been saying to you guys all year. We know what type of men we have in this room. Uh, uh, we know how good that our offensive line is, and uh, we're, we're pros just like them. So, I mean, when we go out there and handle our business, when we go out there and execute, we're hard to stop. This kind of a win, does it set up momentum to take in on Philadelphia for the showdown? In other words, a decisive victory. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we, I think we did uh, set up some momentum, but, uh, I mean, we still got a lot of work to do. Uh, got a lot of work to do this season, so, um, I mean, we just getting started. 
There's yes, Zeke Elliott, indeed. Chris yes, Arnold, indeed. right here on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. Cowboys beat the Rams 44-21. They improved to 7-7 and on the season. Cowboys now 7-0 and when they score at least 30 points. Scored 44 tonight. That's good. Brought us a lot of Cowboys fans. This is a is the glass half full or half empty kind of game. Yeah. Is this fool's gold or is this a team that's that's turned the corner? Yeah, I don't know how you can go into one game when you've had the body of work. Again, we all talk about, hey, for 12 weeks, oh, you're not fooling me any, anymore. And then they go and lose to Chicago. Then we turn around and... I think the Cowboy Nation itself was thinking there's no way they're going to beat the Rams. They're going to think about, okay, survive this game the best you can, don't get hurt, and then get to the Philadelphia game and then find a way to win Washington. Those are the games you seem to do very well, and you don't lose (laughs) divisional divisional games. games. And, you know, the Rams were playing very well coming into this game, though. And, uh, you know, this just shows you what the Cowboys are capable of doing. They're capable of putting together – Garrett said it, you know, when you look at all three phases, and they always talk about that, the offense, defense, special teams, other than the really the kickoffs that went out of bounds, this was a perfect game. You couldn't have drawn it up any better. Yeah, you lost a couple of guys with injuries and stuff like that, which hurt, but you look at overall how this team played tonight, and it, and it makes you scratch your head because you're like thinking – they're capable of doing this every week. Why haven't we seen this every right. week? Is it, does you ha- do you have to be six and seven before <laughs> you realize? Oh my gosh, we got to dig ourselves out of this this hole that we're in. Well, and that's that's the, Koye, the impetus for the question on is this fool's gold, right? Because oh, absolutely, some of us look at this and think, yeah. where has this been the last three weeks? Where has this been most of the season? Is this fool's gold insofar as? We don't know that the things that went well for this team is sustainable moving forward. The one thing for me is, well, well, all right, what's sustainable is their ability to run the football. Yeah, you know, we, we've seen Ezekiel even in the losses. We tend to and the player of the game. It's always Ezekiel. We right. talked about you know it might be seventy or eighty yards in a loss, a tough it's a great yards. Point. But, he's starting but to he, emerge. Yeah, he's the one thing that's sustainable. Everything else. So it, it, I asked the I asked our guys on uh, Corey and Kevin the other day. I go, would you rather have a three hundred yard Dak passing game or a hundred yard Ezekiel? Elliott rushing game and everybody was like oh no give me the 300 yards well this showed you today Dak Prescott didn't have the impressive game that you needed him to have but what you physically did was you 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 went after a team that's very good defensively and that's what the team Garrett talks about balance and we all kind of roll our eyes and laugh but that's really what this team is when they do have those balanced games they tend to play better was this from a defensive standpoint Wade Phillips yeah what was I mean was this just, as you as you alluded to, in the he got first embarrassed segment, tonight. Yeah, he got embarrassed. There was just so much window dressing that it, that it, that kind of he was he was on tilt a little bit. I mean, do you, or do you, because it's amazing how Wade Phillips knew to choke out the run yeah. in that playoff game last year. Right, two weeks to get ready for that game. Remember that, Ari? We were they talking didn't have about that. They didn't get ready for Seattle yeah. in, that, in that divisional game. They got ready for the Cowboys for two weeks. Study, study, mm-hmm. study. But to your point. You know, what Wade had to be a little bit disappointed back that his, his front had been pretty physical. They had been, you know, that's a big, I mean, you know, when you talk about guys and Aaron Donald, I mean, Aaron Donald was not a factor in this football game. Tonight. Right. So give Xavier Suofilo, give Just Travis Frederick, give say. the inside guys some, some credit for what they do and handle those inside guys for the Rams. Cowboys took them 15 weeks, but they finally beat a team with a winning record. They beat the Rams 44-21. And, Dal- and and you're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. All right, so they're going to commercial break. I was about to get mad if he didn't bring out number 76. You see, last year when we played the L.A. Rams, they was the fresh team. They didn't have they didn't have a game the previous week. 
They had enough time to game plan. And then on top of that, you had grown men against number 52 that looked like a baby out there. You remember he was folding up like a wallet? So this game, we had 76, that guy, Xavier Suofilo, you had 77 who folded up number 99 because as much as we love Aaron Donald, when he against 77, that's a mismatch because 77 is a huge mammoth of a man. And Aaron Donald, he's, get, he's fast and get off and these sorts of things. He don't have that bend that you think that he will have, but he have pure strength and he gets you off the get off. But man, when you combine those two boys beside right beside each other and on top of that last year we didn't have number 72 so it was a whole different game we won this game by the ground and pound and on top of that shout out to my guy cool uh yes and then on top of that if you really think about it cowboy nation if you really think about it just think about this right quick this team if we can continue to use that recipe Grown man football, giving Dak Prescott not 350 yards, not 400 yards, which we know he can do it for those who went out there to Oxnard. You know you saw it out there. Shout out to you, Corey Corey Booker, man, that's on the Facebook panel. You know for sure that Dak Prescott can sling it around, but that's not how we win. That's not how this team is built. This team is built to pass the rock balanced running approach and then on top of that feed Ezekiel Elliott that's why you paid the man all of the money and then as soon as they get tired of tackling Ezekiel Elliott we got a guy that wears two zero on his jersey his name is Tony Pollard he can give you some of that gash action too so that's how this team win and everybody else was just like soloists you know uh the the uh Cooper and I'm talking about Amari Cooper and uh, the the Michael Gallups of the world and the Randall Cobbs, they were just backup choir singers. And there's nothing wrong with that because they're going to shine and dictate. They're going to do something that can dictate what the defense is going to do down the line. But when we are cashing, when we are running, we taking care of business up and inside, that's how you want to see. That's what you want to see out there. With location. They're still on commercial break. Somebody let me know when they live. Shout out to you all. Shout out to Thomas. Shout out to Ray uh, that's on the Facebook deal, man. Shout out to you, Chris. He says, preach. So if you didn't go to church this Sunday, you're in church right now. Can I get an amen? Amen. 52 out for the season. Anyway, this is from Andrew Jackson. The money man is in the chat box. Really appreciate you. Mario Perez told you, bro. Cowboys wanted to get, let me see if I can read this, get the W versus the Rams. So what this W means, for one, it knocks down the narrative that we can't beat a team that's above 500. So they can remove that narrative off the shelf. For two, we can look at it and say, okay, the Rams just beat the Seattle Seahawks, who's everybody looking at saying that they are a playoff caliber team. So they removed that narrative off the table too. On top of that, it gives us a little momentum. Now we got to take that momentum. You got to take it and use it against the Eagles because we can't lay an egg. Tell yeah, well, it, Dak Prescott well, in this situation. I, I, thought, I thought when they said we're going to kick, I went, okay, are they playing? You know, thinking about the sun and all that stuff, bath, you know, too. when they, right, we, we get the sun and you know, later in the year, it's maybe not so much a factor, but I couldn't figure out why they wanted to kick. Right. And then, so, yeah, that was uh, good for Lawrence coming up, stepping up, and, and saying that's uh, the reason why. Yeah, we'll hear from Dak Prescott momentarily as he visits with the media, but a very interesting, to you, weird. Paul. Obscene start to this game for well, the Cowboys. It was corrected in New York, you know. So what happened is the they they got the audio, and then New York said, and that's when, you know, uh, Coach Garrett was talking about. He asked Aaron Andrews, and they said, "Well, this is what said." They have audio, so 
obviously New York uh, was able to say, okay, this is what needs to be done, and then Walt Anderson was able to get that the right way for the second half. Cowboys beat the Rams 44-21. They improved to 7-7 and on the season. Academy Sports and Outdoors, a stop with top, a store with top brands like Adidas, Shimano, Rawlings, and Columbia. All guaranteed low prices like you've never seen. While you're running through that thing, man, follow Cowboy Nation. Uh, by just typing in LAW Nation, you should see my name, face, or logo. Call or text that number to get into the postgame show uh, from the 469 area code. This win ain't fooling me. Oh. They played well because they were at home. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. My phone was uh, going off right there. No, not going off. I was texting that in the, from the 469. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, when I, again, they, you know, find a way to get some of these, put some of these back to back now. You know, find a way to go out and play. You, you know, you're, you've shown yourself you're capable of together a full game. Possibly at the most perfect time. At the most important time. Mm-hmm. Love the content law. Hash blessings. Hash DC4L. Made some great plays for you today. Jason Witten made a great play, a couple great plays for you. And then Sean Lee. Sean Lee, you know, it's amazing the way that he played after how he's been playing the last three weeks. I was kind of thinking, starting to throw the dirt on Sean Lee. Here we go, you know, but he he, was outstanding. And how about a guy that didn't practice really at all this week? You know, he was, uh, give Britt Brown, trainer Jim Mauer, a lot of credit. And then that's just Sean Lee studying film, being prepared. And then going Mike out and having a whale of a game. And Witten, too. I mean, two guys that right, they were throwing dirt. I mean, Witten, even more so. You know, this is a guy that well, everybody popular. Yeah, very popular to throw dirt on Jason Witten because you feel like, well, but look what happened with Blake Jarwin today. And the, and the tight ends, Coach Garrett said it says, well, the receivers and the tight ends in this game today. Again, to me, he made, the, the, Kellen Moore made Wade Phillips have to defend the whole field. It wasn't just one area. He was, what does that mean? Well, when I talk about mm-hmm. defend the whole field, again, sideline to sidelines, horizontally, and then vertically. You know, every, you watched the way the waggles, the boots, when they were getting to the edge, they were going left, going right. They run the route with Tavon Austin. They move the pocket to the right. They get collision in the middle of the field because they get Blake Jarwin on a deep cross, and that gets the safety and his man all mixed up. And now the now it's wide open. So to me, that's what you got to do. You can't just sit there and be this okay to the right side, to the right side, to the right. Make them defend the whole field. Make them have sure. to run sideline, sideline, defend the run, and then also defend the vertical passing game. And give credit where credit's due. Kellen Moore, obviously. How about Jason Garrett? I mean, this is yeah, this is know, a outcoaching Sean McVay. Type performance. No, absolutely. His team was better prepared, and we haven't been able to say that very much, you know. And maybe, you know, when we've talked about was the little the extra time off, the extra three days right, that the Cowboys got, yeah. to, you know, to kind of look at themselves and say, okay, we're in a position right now where we can lose this game, and then you know maybe make it a two game season, or we can go find a way and get a little momentum and try and get this thing in the tournament the right way. And one of the things Kellen Moore said early on this season was asked about kind of his coaching influences and, and you know how he came up with the offense he's running and obviously he's linked to Chris Peterson at sure. his former coach at Boise, Boise and yeah. Scott Linehan with the Lions and all these other influences throughout his career. But what's interesting is he said, I mean, he's watching football, college, pro, and, and he's designing stuff based on what he sees. So he's influenced by guys that he's not he's not even working with. And one of those we saw in this game was Lincoln Riley you and I brought us, we're watching the Big 12 championship game yeah. here at ATT Stadium, right. and we, we saw Jalen Hurts and Lincoln Riley run this zone read triple option yeah. where they could either hand the ball off, run it with the quarterback, or pitch it, and that's ex- it was literally the exact same play in the exact same field. So there's Kellen Moore watching the Big 12 championship game a few weeks ago, yeah. 
and stealing some Lincoln Riley for his offense, too. Yeah, the, some of the best offensive and defensive coordinators are some of the best thieves ever. <laughs> you know, and that's where I remember, I remember John Gruden when he was with us in Green Bay. Him and Andy Reid would always steal plays. They would watch screen packages from certain teams, the Minnesota Vikings when they had Darren Nelson. You know, you would steal plays, the vertical mm-hmm. passing game with the Miami Dolphins, with Duper and Clayton and those guys. So there's always, like you say, coordinators, the best ones steal from other coordinators. 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. I asked Broadus earlier, more impressive in this one, offense or defense? You mentioned defense. Mm-hmm. It's hard to disagree with that because we've kind of been waiting for a performance like this from their Didn't defense. think it was going to happen. Didn't think Didn't it was going to no, happen. Didn't think that was going to happen. Especially not in this game. No, absolutely not. not. I got to mention Sean Lee, man, that user pick. Yeah. To think they can turn around and Buffalo plus. the Buffalo game was another one. You, you're making these young quarterbacks look outstanding. You don't get off the field. You don't stop the run. Teams are more physical than you. They right. came out today and were not going to allow the Rams to be more physical than them. And then you know, and, and ultimately it, it set the tone. They also got in a situation where the offense was able to sustain some drives. Which got them, you know, they got a lead. So what it said, okay, now we don't have to worry about the run. Let's try and get after this quarterback a little bit. You know, and that's when you see some guys like Dorrance Armstrong on the field getting after, you know, the quarterback. And you, you saw some, every once in a while, even the incompletions, there were passes that were thrown incomplete, of course, but he had the pressure. You saw guys in his face near him, and I think that affected the way he plays Did it. Did you at. notice Chris Richard and the Cowboys doing something different schematically yeah, in this blitz, game. How about boy Jordan Wishon. Lewis with his fourth sack of the year? I, I, Jordan Lewis, I wish he had that built into his contract that he was uh, that a number of sacks for if he got over four sacks, he was going to get an extra two hundred. Hey, he one sack behind D Law. You'll figure that out. <laughs> but yeah, the, you know, Sean Lee got home on a blitz, and that's what we were talking about. What was Jared Goff's quarterback rating? It was seventy four, you know, seventy four point four five, something like that, <laughs> when he was pressured, and they they were able to affect the way he played. Yeah, seventy four point four five. That's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good memory there. Yeah, I played a couple of games without a helmet, so I mean, uh, surprising <laughs> that I remember that number. <laughs> Cowboys with 44 points outscored every other team in the National Football League today. Vikings were the closest with 39. So it, it just it, incredibly impressive performance. For me, though, I, I guess I'm more impressed with the offense from a standpoint of that seems more sustainable. You mentioned the running game, and, and that's sustainable. But the entire offensive onslaught, we've seen this from them this year. Seven games now. 7-0 and and they score 30-plus points. It's not exactly indicative of, well, get your 30 and you're, you win the game. But it, it just goes to show you that this is a team that was not capable of consistently putting 30-point performances on the board last year. I think they only did it three times. Yeah, the problem they run into is that with the way the defense has been playing this year, they almost have to score 30 points just to have a chance. You know, And that's, uh, you know, too... You know, but again, sus- uh, to sustain those types of things, looks like we got Dak Prescott making his way to the Come podium on, here. Dak, let me hear your conversation for the nation. Uh, true, I uh, talked about it all week. We just need to get a win, uh, change things, and uh, we could build from there. Uh, but it, it obviously started started on getting a win, and uh, tonight we just played complimentary football, something that we hadn't done. And uh, I've ta- I talked about it this week about helping each other out, having each other's back, and that's what you saw. Uh, defense made plays. We came and capitalized on it, and vice versa. On that note, Sean Lee mentioned that Jason Garrett spoke Saturday night about the complimentary football and being there for each other. Talk a little bit about that speech. Yeah, just uh, gave us a story about him playing baseball and uh, just about what what it means to be a team and um, about I got your back. And no matter what happens, I got you. I'll pick you up. 
And that's what it was. And that was, well, that's what we did tonight through adversity, through success. A uh, bunch of guys, I mean, voiced it, but looked at each other and say, hey, I got you. I'm going to pick you up. And we're able to do that tonight. And it's something we've got to continue to build on. Could you talk about Jason Witt's touchdown catch, what he did at the end there? Yeah, great. Yeah, it was a great, great, great play. Uh, not, not a great ball necessarily by me, uh, but the defender undercut it. Uh, Jason did a uh, great job of, of hauling it in and then getting in the end zone. Um, just showed up, uh, does or did what Jason Witten does. Yeah, that's exactly the coin flip. A great day, but a weird start. Take me through the coin flip. Uh, yeah, definitely a weird start. Uh, we wanted to set adversity there instead of on the field uh, so we could play from behind immediately. But uh, just bad, bad use of words by me. Um, able to we listen to the audio. We got it figured out. Um, but, yeah, just wasn't the best, wasn't the cleanest coin flip I've been a part of. So what did you say? And, and how did that a little bit of everything. <laughs> There's audio to it. I kick what are you supposed to say? Are you supposed to say defer? I mean, I mean. What's I the, mean, there's, there's, depends on the strategy, right? Uh, you can, you can say defer means you, you, you want the ball in the second half. You can kick it and kick it both halves, or you say receive and we want it. So, uh, there's a lot of options. You really don't want to kick it both halves, though, right? Depends on the, uh, the weather, the situation of the game. Zach, your thoughts on, on facing Dolph and Wentz this year? You're two and zero against them. Two guys who went number one, two in your draft class when you went fourth. Yeah, I mean, respect to those guys. Those guys are great players. Uh, but obviously, yeah, when you play them. Uh, there's a little bit of that chip on your shoulder that you want to you want to yes. beat their team. Uh, just simple as that. We came out and we were able to get a, a good team win over the, over those guys. What do you think on the running game today? Excellent. Starts up front. Uh, starts up front. Those guys communicating, coming off the ball, uh, was beautiful. And then you look and you look at the runners, uh, the way they did, broke tackles, uh, made people miss. Uh, both of those guys. Uh, it was so impressive. And then uh, the receivers outside making plays. And even hey, Tavon's numbers called on a round screen or excuse me on a fly sweep or whatever it is. Uh, everybody contributed, um, whether it was th- them with the ball in their hands or them doing their job and blocking. Uh, just great complimentary football. The offensive line protected you really well the whole game that day. Yeah, I mean, starts with them, run game and pass game. Uh, credit those guys. We talked about how great they are all year long and. Uh, what they mean to this team, and that's where this team begins. Dak, can you take us through the touchdown pass to uh, Tavon? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's one of those plays we're faking another play, rolling out. Uh, we've got one concept called. You can you can change it if you want. We're able to, to get that communicated, to get Tavon on the over. Um, they gave us a, a tough look, a tough look uh, to protect, and basically that, that put us a man a man off, uh, and they, they had a guy coming free and was just able to make him miss, and I uh, had Tavon across the field. Two guys ran at each other. He did the rest. You had bad field position for a lot of the game early on. What was the value of being able to drive the ball 90-plus yards twice for touchdowns? Yeah, something about our offense. Uh, field position, when, when we're backed up, we say it's more of a challenge for us. Hey, let's go show who we are, show our character, and just lock in one play at a time. One play at a time. It doesn't matter if it's a 90-yard drive or a 20-yard drive. Let's just lock in and do what we have to do on this single play, and we'll worry about the right. next one when it comes, and you're able to look up, and we put some long uh, drives together tonight. Where is this team been? Can you... Can this be you the rest of the way? For sure. Uh, as I talked about it, we just needed to get a win. Um, I said uh, momentum um, is a dangerous thing, and it's about getting it on our side. And uh, we've just got to build off tonight. Simple as that. Uh, we're not. We're still not where we want to be. We, we haven't necessarily peaked, but we're headed in the right direction, and we've just got to continue to build and get better. Uh, Jason Witten said it was a day for the old guys, for him and Sean Lee. For sure. What was that like watching those two guys kind of fight? It was so awesome. Two guys that embody everything about the Dallas Cowboys and uh, what that team's about. Um, I don't know if I've been more excited about a play uh, play in a football game than I was when Sean Lee intercepted that ball. Uh, 
He's been trying to get that that play, get that pick on me uh, for a long time in practice. He did two years ago, and it's uh, it's been a constant battle with me and him there. And he was able to to get that interception, had a great return. I didn't uh, necessarily see the interception, but I look up and see him making people miss. And hey, there's another uh, fullback if we need it. So uh, <laughs> no, it was great. And then went with the catch. Um, as I said, those are got two guys that embody everything uh, that the star means. In terms of next week, you, you know, you guys in a lot of ways obviously say it's just the next game or another game. But is there a way that you can channel that it's the biggest game as a positive? It's a playoff game, obviously. Simple as that. It's a playoff game. Um, it's <clears throat> it's like a rival. That. It's a team like in the division. Response. It's a must-win game. And we have to approach it as a playoff game. Uh, and that's the way we will. Back to work tomorrow. How much does this momentum today oh, carry over to next week? It's huge. It's huge. But we have to continue to build on it. We can't hang our hats on this. Uh, turn the page. Enjoy tonight and, and move on. We'll come in early in the morning. We've got the right guys with the right character to do exactly that uh, and continue to grow. What does a, having a kicker make those field goals like that do for the confidence of the offense? Yeah, it's just Speak great. I mean, able to, to, when you're not getting those touchdowns and you're getting down there and uh, to able to capitalize on those three points, uh, Kyle did a great job tonight. Uh, thankful for that. What did you see from your offense on that 97-yard touchdown drive? What worked for you guys? One more time. The 97-yard touchdown drive, 14 plays, 11 of them were runs. What worked for you guys? How, why were you able to ball them all the way down the field? Yeah, we just focused in in one play at a time. I think I just uh, just kind of mentioned that, and that was just our mindset. We, we said it before we even ran that first play is, hey, it's 97 yards, but let's not worry about that. Let's worry about this exact play right now, everything that um, goes into this play, and we'll worry about the next one when it's called. And uh, we've got the right guys to do that, worry about their 111th to do their job, and then we looked up and we're in the end zone. Do you feel like you guys established or reestablished your identity as a football team today? Uh, in a way, I mean, we just played complimentary football. Uh, we were good to each other. Uh, when they made plays, as I said, we we um, we responded and we made good plays and vice versa. We just uh, picked each other up, and that's what it's all about. Pollock had several explosive runs. What impressed you about his performance? Yeah, he's something else. Uh, he's just something else. Uh, arm tackles and all that stuff, he's just getting through it. Uh, he continues to... to make plays anytime the ball's in his hands, and he's a special player, and thankful we have him. Did you guys ever get down after that Chicago game? I know he's always confident, but I don't, know, I don't know how low you guys got it. And was that the time and way good to just let y'all let that go and, re and restart this week? I mean, we, we, de we definitely hadn't got down on ourselves. I uh, never have because we know the team we have. We know the talent we have. We know the, the men and the character that we have on this team. Uh, and it was about just going out there and putting, putting a good game together on both sides of the ball and complimenting each other. Um, but, yeah, when you have the confidence or when you have the team that we have and the skill, the confidence, uh, you never have a down day. It's just about um, learning and moving forward no matter what happens. What's the biggest thing you'll focus on going forward to next week and beyond to try and replicate what you did today? To be better. Uh, I don't know if it's a sense of replicating. It's a sense of getting better from what we did today. Uh, we can't say let's go out there and have the same performance. Uh, we've got to go out there and improve on this one. Uh, offensive, defensive, everything. We've got to be uh, even better. Those field goals got to turn into touchdowns. So it's about True. just uh, pedal to the metal, trying to play our best ball when it means the most. True. Thank you, guys. There's Dak Prescott as good, the Cowboys win their seventh game of the season. Hey, my thing is, my, my, my uh, thoughts on that uh, – Great conversation about owning up to his mistake about the Jason Witten pass and a great observation about Sean Lee. And what I what I took from Dak Prescott overall interview was this right here, Cowboy Nation. The fact that he said that, hey, let's let's enjoy this for tonight and let's get ready for this uh, Eagles game for next week. I love every piece of that. I do. For him to have that focused mental attitude of saying, okay, that's cool. We want. 
But we got to focus in on the Eagles for next week. They are. This is going to be our playoff game. So I, I love that. They did. So they're still on commercial break. And um, my thing is um, the, the way that Dak Prescott stepped up in this game and not being the person saying, okay, we got to win it through my arm. We got to give a shout-out to Ezekiel Elliott. We got to give a shout-out to their front five offensive line and also Tony Pollard for maintaining and getting those necessary dirty yards. I think that that will be the recipe of this team going forward. We do know that uh, next week we will be playing in the elements. I hope the weather is nice. However, we can still look at this team and say, okay, let's run this rock. We got the, we got the necessary tools to do it. And shout-out to 71. 71 did a hell of a job today. I mean, I'm talking about I saw him pancake a guy, and I liked the way when we got into the money zone, red zone, green zone, gold zone, whatever zone you want to call it, I like the fact that 49 hit somebody. I'm talking about Jamez Olawale. They didn't send him out there to catch anybody's balls. You know what I mean? So I love every piece of that. He showed a physical trait inside the money zone, so that was good too. I love seeing this Cowboy Nation. So, we will see if we can stack good wins on top of good wins. Uh, shout out to you, Angie. Shout out to you, Michael. And shout out to you, Carol, uh, on the Facebook. Shout out to you, Akeem, uh, Marcus, and as well as Ronnie. Let's continue to grind, man. I, I really appreciate you all. They're still on commercial break. So my thing is, when we play this type of game, that must have been one hell of, like I say, this must have been one hell of a highlight footage that, that, to show to this team for them to play inspired the way they did. And my thing is, when you look at the defensive side of the ball, we still got to clean up on a few things. 79 had a few false starts, or well, not false starts, but jumping and snaps and these sorts of things. We can't have that in a natural game. We do know that against the uh, Chicago Bears, uh, not it wasn't 79 that did this, but it was uh, my guy, Demarcus Lawrence. Remember, he jumped offside. It was like third and nine or what have you, gave the Bears life, and he was able to keep, continue to drive and score well as these games get closer we don't want to see the eagles get more and more opportunities i just witnessed two games back to back from the eagles that they clearly should have lost but they kept on playing resilient and then on top of that they had some calls favoring for them you see because i'm seeing already with my natural eyes looking at the game earlier this morning they giving carson wentz the tom brady treatment meaning that they call it rough in the pass it out of all of a sudden off of plays that you can look back and say, wait a minute, hold on, y'all going to give that to us? So we got to play a clean game next week. We do, because you know how the drama is going to be. You guys know how this thing is going to be. If we stop the run, we'll be fitted. This is from Vern. We also got to stop the screen passes. You know, we were blessed because golf, he can't run, so we can actually stationary and have stationary targets for it. But Carson – he can get out of the pocket a little bit. You know, he, he can run a little bit better than the golf. So we're going to have our hands full. And if you look back at the Washington game versus the Eagles, uh, the score that, he's, that he passed to number 26, the running back, it was because he rolled out of the pocket and the running back kept looking for the ball and never gave up on the route. So uh, we got our hands full. Number 26, I believe, Miles Sanders, I mean, he, he started to blossom a little bit. And they do some unconventional stuff, too. It was third and 13. They did a delay run. They ran the ball on third and 13, and they got it. <laughs> so we got to be mindful of that. And where teams been gashing us a little bit was from the run. 
But shout out to Antoine Barbecue Woods. He showed up today, didn't he? Did you guys saw that? He showed up today. He showed up today, so let's see. Yeah, what I know we that I, we, we talked about this in the pregame show. Is when would Jason Garrett run him out there? And you and I were sitting in the press box, and I was kind of thinking, well, maybe this is an opportunity punt, play defense, you know, that kind of thing. Don't really, don't really push this the issue. But obviously, he'd seen what you know, Christy Scales had talked about how he was right. able to make uh, field goals in the warm-ups. Uh, you know, the doors were open, you know, Christy but there's scale. some slight, slight breezes and stuff kind of coming through there. But he handled everything very well, other than the kickoffs. You know, the kickoffs, again, trying to maybe place the ball or trying to hammer the ball that. and then Give you overcook though. it and it gets a little <laughs> left on you. But, yeah, I mean, you know, that that's the whole thing, though, Ari. It, you, the confidence or the lack of confidence that you had, you know, in, in, in with, with Brett Maher, now the players driving home feel a little bit better about okay, hey, we got a guy that can can make field goals for us when we you know drive the ball down the field, we get stopped and we need uh, three points. We don't have to sit there and hope that we're going to make a thirty-seven yard field goal. We'll hear from what Jerry Jones had to say after this win in a moment. But first, trying to find tickets to football games or any other live event can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing. With SeatGeek, you can do everything in one place. Search it. Yeah. So you find a, if you want to find analysis to the game, just check out Law Nations as well as uh, Law Nation on the Instagram, Facebook page, and on YouTube. We got two channels here. So if you want to find that information out, just type in. LAW Nation. This will also be live on iTunes. So hit up iTunes, look up LAW Nation. Yeah, let's go back. Whatever you're in. And uh, I must say, uh, I guess I'm going to have to get me a new coin flip caller out there. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, uh, uh, really proud because uh, uh, that does renew uh, the team's uh, confidence in its work. And uh, uh, we have all the respect in the world for the Rams. You know we do. Uh, uh, almost this time last year, they taught us a lesson in the running game, and we know they're uh, uh, they're well coached and a good team. So uh, this one was richly deserved and came along at a good time for us. Do you wonder where your, this team has been all year? Well, I, I don't want to go there. I just uh, know that I'm uh, uh, buoyed by the fact that uh, they're going to get this shot of inspiration shot of confidence in uh, what uh, their hard work can do uh, when it pays off. Uh, I think that uh, uh, everybody has uh, soul-searched, uh, as you should be, and uh, you saw a lot of pride out there tonight, and I think uh, hopefully we'll see that as uh, we go forward into our uh, really second season here, does hopefully. It, does it cause you to sort of reassess what the future trajectory of your team and your coaching staff might be? I, I don't know that uh, uh, that implies that I had uh, uh, con- uh, concluded uh, and had assessed the future, and that's not correct. And so I had not uh, uh, reached that point and uh, uh, wouldn't under any circumstances until uh, uh, this season is over. Uh, what it does remind me is the season's not over, and uh, that's a... Uh, that's a plus thing. We've got a uh, long road to hoe, but we've got a huge uh, challenge uh, coming up here this weekend up in Philadelphia. And uh, but this is the uh, and uh, this is the what the doctor ordered to get ready to go play the Eagles. Jerry, besides their level of confidence, what about your level of confidence that maybe they can soul search for another three or eight weeks? Well, I'm not so sure that. Uh, uh, 
my confidence level is is meaningful here, really, uh, at this juncture. Uh, what's meaningful is uh, uh, for these guys to uh, uh, go out and see some rewards from doing the kinds of things that uh, you'd expect, uh, uh, good practice habits, uh, uh, good health. Uh, good players. You'd expect them to have a better go of it than we did against a couple of those teams last two or three weeks. Uh, this did that today because, again, uh, all the respect in the world with the Rams. Can you talk about how you did? Well, I think this is uh, a home. Uh, I think uh, uh, this is a team that played in the Super Bowl last year, the Rams I'm talking about. Uh, this is a team that I know have uh, uh, really outstanding players and are known to be well coached. And so uh, a, t- a win like this uh, has uh, that credibility as far as uh, there's no laddage. Once you see a player do it, you know they can do it. Once you see a team do it, you know they can do it. And uh, uh, it went right for us. It wasn't like it started off right. And it seemed like the first three or four significant things that happened out there tonight was uh, uh, going to be uh, uh, really uh, 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 not nightmarish, but not go our way. And, of course, they played through that. But uh, this, is a, this is a great way uh, for us to uh, uh, not get over, but for us to put in perspective uh, what the last three or four weeks have meant and how to uh, pull out and uh, make something good happen. It is possible for this team uh, to have uh, to be a part of a team that they can remember all their lives in a positive way. There's Jerry Jones. After the Cowboys beat the Rams 44-21. Ari Temkin, Brian brought us here in the Miller Lite Club. Let's visit now with Brad Sham, voice of the Dallas Cowboys, the and Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Let me see what Brad Just like they drew it up, guys. Just Well, I, I heard... Babe and Mickey talking before the game, and they both agreed that it would be forty-four to you know something. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's funny, Mickey. We had you on pregame, and and you made a really good point. You said, Mickey "Hey, let's, they need to choke something here," and you said, "Choke that run first. And defensively, I felt like guys that they came out and were able to do just that. You know, it's just it's amazing. Brand, and, I'll, and both of you, I'll let you comment. What was the difference this week? Is it playing squares? Is it getting off blocks? Is it not arm tackling? What, what, what's the difference in run defense from one week to another? And, and, and from one game against the Rams to another, oh, right? Oh, yeah, no kidding. I, I don't need to remind you. It was 273, and I know you got tired all year of me keep bringing it up. You they did. ran for 273 yeah. yards. Yeah. Well, they ran for 22 this game, yeah. and eight of those came on a BS touchdown at the end, right? Right. So they held them to 14 yards rushing. How do you do that, right? right. Well, number one, guys did what they're supposed to do. Number two, I've been told that, that schematically they had a better plan than they had in that playoff game. Yeah. And number three, when your offense is scoring 44 points, they ain't running anymore. Right. Todd Gurley's out of the game just the way Zeke's been out of the game the last two halves. So to me, yeah, you scored 44 points, but the fact that you held them to seven points when the game was on the line and 22 yards rushing, that, that made the entire difference in this whole game. And, and to me, the comparison to last year is not nearly as important as compared to the last six quarters. Sure, that's yeah, who that, that was the focus you had. That's who they've been. Right. The last, I mean, that, that's not who they think you're they not are. It's not who they want to be. But that's what we've seen. So you are until you show me that you're something different. So what was different? Well, they were a little more rested. 
They had Antoine Woods back today, and I thought he had an outstanding Chip on the shoulder game. game for him. Yep, and he was one who didn't have a good game in right. that game in Los Angeles right. in January. And he got hurt, if you he remember. Hurt, he yeah. tore his yeah, peck yeah. in, in that in game. That in that game. game. Yeah. And so I thought he made a difference. I think that there was a little accountability during the week. I think oh, that there, there were some go. coaches who called guys out, and there they called each other out, and they stepped up and said, this is on us. Right. And then you had, um, look, uh, Jeff Heath's out there with two torn labors. Right. Sean Lee's out there with a, with a torn pack and a groin, I mean, a pelvic thing. And, right. And he makes that play? Right. Are you kidding me? Right. And uh, and then the, the key was was what the line was, that schematic thing that Mick's talking about is probably the most important of all because what it did was it kept them in in second and third and long Early now that hasn't the early been downs. happening. Yep, absolutely, they, people have been looking at third and two. Right. Well, now they're looking at, th- and then I thought the coverage is. I thought I, you you'll look at the tape tomorrow. Sure, I will. I bet we find that Awuzie's played his best game in two months. Yep, <laughs> it showed you it's he's capable of playing a game like that. I, I, yeah, Jordan Lewis, who has has had some great moments. I thought the last two games has not been good. Today was outstanding. Fair point. So those guys, when you this is. Part of complimentary football. When you play that stout up front, then you cover well, and they and they're in third and nine, not third and two, mm-hmm. and, and then you score. This is complimentary football. Then mm-hmm. you score, then they score, then you score again, then you get a takeaway, and now it's what Mick said just a minute ago. Because that's what happened to him in Chicago. They miss a field goal that was going to tie the game at ten. Yeah. Bears drive it down and make it. Uh, make it uh, seventeen to seven instead yes. of ten to ten, right. and then they get the ball again in the third quarter, and, and now it's two scores, three scores, and now you're completely out of your game. So today, you have stout, accountable play across the front. You have better coverage. You have better down and distance. Also, the field position today. Yeah. was completely different than it was against the Bears, and today they looked like a football team. They, and guess who ran for 263? Yeah. Oh, Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Right, it was yeah. almost a completely flipped. Yeah, it was flipped the whole 5.7 yards per carry for the Rams in that January game, 5.8 yards per carry yeah. for the Cowboys tonight. What was more impressive for you guys, the offensive performance or the defensive defense, performance? Man, defense. Well, to me, it's the defensive performance because of the way they've been playing. That's, I mean, they've, yeah. been, they've, been, they've been garbage. For the last six quarters. Boy, you just made me look good. I said that to start. Yeah, I mean, for the last six quarters, they've looked horrible. Now, again, you and I have talked about this. Oh, no. uh, On Thanksgiving against Buffalo, I'm willing to attribute it to getting back at 3 in the morning from New England. Because they played okay in New England. Sure. Uh, they they then we get back at two in the morning. You don't get to bed before four, and you got to turn around and play on Thursday. So okay, and the first half against Buffalo was was certainly representative. And you miss two field goals, and the air goes out of the balloon, and it all works together. Now the second half, that's when I said to you on the phone when we talked, you did. They looked tired yeah. in the second half of that game, yeah. and last week you would have expected a little more normalcy because they were back on a seven-day schedule. But they were absent. That was a total embarrassment. And and every one of them should hope that the tape of that game gets burned and that no one can ever see it. Everybody involved with the defense because the effort was poor. And today, it was completely reversed. And that's why, as good as the offense was, for me... The defense today was the most important and impressive part. You know, and, and think about it. 
going going into that that stretch of three way, uh, road games in four, you know, when they were coming off, okay, they got beat by Minnesota, but they played decently, right? Sure. And then they beat Detroit. You know, the offense is humming. You go to New England, and that happens. And then all of a sudden, that team the previous two weeks just disappeared. Right. And, and you know, Brad asked that. I remember when he asked that question. The team looked tired mm. right after New England. And he's right. And I don't know that they recovered because that second half against the Bears, they looked tired. Yep. And no one's going to say it, right? Sure. And they're not going to say it publicly. Nine days, I think, made a difference. It's almost like they just got rejuvenated. And, and we talked about it, uh, you know, early in the week on how – the same thing happened after a night game in 2014 at New York, got back at 5, 6 in the morning, and then got blown out by Philadelphia on Thanksgiving Day. And that was a 12-4 and 14. Sure. But they, they no-showed, right? That travel really, and the weather, I just think that weather standing out in the cold and the rain and the wind, it, it takes it mentally and physically out of you. Now, this uh-huh. looked like what, you know... This is what we thought we saw. Remember we were talking oh, yeah. the, 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 yesterday with the Star Sports Group? Yeah. It's like, where'd that team go? Were we that wrong in training camp? And then here they are. They walked yeah. right in the door. Now, yeah. now, what I'd liked from the people that we talked to on the post-game TV show, mm-hmm. was, and it could be just talk because there's been a lot of just talk going around. Absolutely, yeah. That was good. That didn't mean anything unless we do it again. Right. And we have to go do it again. We haven't proved anything. And so, absolutely. you know, but you'd rather go to Philadelphia with everything on the line now there after this game than after the last couple of weeks. They will officially not flex next week's game. So that will remain 325 kick. And, of course, you can hear the broadcast with Brad Shan, Babel Offenberg, Christy Scales. Starting at 3.30, the pregame show, of course, preceding that. We'll talk to you next week from Lincoln Financial Field, Brad. Look forward to it. Mickey, thank you, buddy. Okay, and Dak's last words were when they said, can you do this again next week? He said, we got to be better. We don't want to go there and replicate this. We want to be better. 50 points, then. All right, that sounds good. (laughs) Cowboys win 44-21. All right, they're going to go on a commercial break. So, uh, from what I picked up from there, at first I thought that it was only Brad Shan, but it was also Mickey and uh, as well as Brad. So, great uh, feedback from those two guys uh, as they look at this game. Uh, We still had to show the world what we are uh, next week and the battle of the NFC East. It seems like it was a, a storybook made already. Uh, by the NFL for it to look like this. And um, so far, uh, like I said, it's no flex game. So um, we will be ready right here in the same moment, at the same spot, looking to see what we're going to do and listening in from all of the Eagles fans throughout the world and see if they're going to keep that same energy, right? Um, It's one of those things, too, Cowboy Nation, as – (laughs) <laughs> you got to break out the mask next Sunday, uh, Elijah. Yes, I'm going to break it out next Sunday. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> I think my little daughter, she went and got the mask and ran off with it. Uh, but victory is victory, Cowboy Nation. Um, I'm going to listen to some more of them, and we'll take some phone calls. Let me know if you guys want to do that. And uh, so far, so so much, everything looking pretty good for us. The, the <laughs> As my guy Vach Lombardi says, uh, the water should taste good. And... Uh, we should enjoy this victory. 
No negative talk until tomorrow. We can start looking back and saying and looking back and looking at this first game when we played the Eagles and see if we can replicate that, okay? And uh, I'm going to try to keep all of the negative energy away from Cowboys Nation. And uh, whatever we did this day, continue to do it all this week. If you wore your lucky socks, wear that. You see, <laughs> whatever you did, I, I, I believe in all of those little small things, believe it or not. And uh, <laughs> and hopefully we can get things going in the right direction, Cowboy Nation. Um, appreciate you, uh, Devon. He says, go Cowboys. That's what we want to see. Um, classic reaction. What's good? Boys are going to smash the Eagles. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we, we should. We should show up and show out and be ready to play against those Eagles, you know. And they secondary is scary, not in a good way. I think that they they subject to the double moves. We can take the top off the defense with all type of wide receivers. I think that they will be. This will be another game, believe it or not, whereas our wide receivers have a good showcase, depending on the weather, you know. And this should this still should be a good game, whereas we can still see from Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott and company. So those guys should show up and show out and be ready. Four, four. Yeah, so those guys should show up and show out and be ready. Uh, where's Vach? And I need my my war call. <laughs> uh, born to uh, to gamer. Well, we don't have no war calls, <laughs> but um, I don't know if Vach live on his deal, man. Um, if he is, uh, tell him you need to hear that war call. You need to hear that battle cry. But uh, I can play you a little of this right here. Yes, Cowboy Nation. This is what we should be feeling. Wall. Back against the wall. Everybody want to get rid of this guy, including me. Everybody want to get rid of that guy, including me. But now, this is the victory that we want to see. Yes. Let's go. Everybody must be able to see this type of football action going on right now. I want to see some fire in the comment box. That's what we want to see. We want to see that, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to shine, Cowboy Nation. Everybody knows how this thing go. Play my music. Yeah. Shout out to Sean Lee, baby. What we tell them? That's what I'm talking about. I see the fire. Yes. This is Marta! Yes. Let me tell him again. This is Sparta! No, we got more nation. Let's go. Uh, what? Let's go. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. when you see them now. <laughs> yes. Stephen A. Smith just lost two inches off his hairline. Yes. Shannon Sharp 
He's going to lose his hairline before it's over with. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This is Sparta! Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Shout out to Charlie. <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Jordan the Hip Pocket Lewis, for doing his thing today. And I think depending on uh, uh, depending on tiebreakers, we'd have to see. Rams and Vikings haven't played this year, so it'll be interesting to see how it, how it works out. But the Vikings have 10 wins already. The Seahawks ran with 11 wins. So the only team that's really left to be decided, the only things that are left to be decided in the NFC is who wins the NFC East, and then can the Rams catch the Vikings for that final wild card spot, but the Cowboys still obviously very much alive, and this will be decided next week when the Cowboys and Eagles play Lincoln Financial Field Bloody at 3.30 Lee. Yeah, next like week, which you can hear right here on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Let me ask you something, Broadus, though, because there's some subtext here to this game. Sure. And we were talking about a little bit last segment with Mickey Spagnuolo and Brad Sham, and that was the running game, the effectiveness it will travel. of the running game. Yeah. And this has obviously been a major talking point when it comes to the way we analyze and discuss the Dallas Cowboys, the importance of the running game, the importance of the Cowboys' running game to their overall success. You mentioned they just seem to finish. They play differently when they can effectively run the football. They do. And, you know, you watch. And and I'm one of these guys that always get in arguments with people about throwing the football you know and i'm the old crusty scout guy that comes on the radio and oh you gotta run it you gotta run it and i understand throwing the football is is good i i I get it and if you have a quarterback like dak prescott that has the capability of throwing you have wide receivers and tight ends that can catch it and stuff but there's something to about when you get to what happened tonight it was just a different tone offensively for the Cowboys because they were able to there there was the balance there they were able to run whether it was first down second down heck yeah. there were some third down runs that they said you know hey Ezekiel on a second down run gets seven yards you know make it a third and one you know when, when you have that capability of lining up and physically moving somebody and that's really the difference with this team because you know yeah I, I love mm-hmm. Dak Prescott throwing the football but I always like his stat line too when it's you know it's like 20 of 29, you know, 21 of 29, 251 mm-hmm. yards and two touchdowns. And then, you know, Ezekiel Elliott has another 140 yards in the game and stuff like that. And then, you know, you just seem to, it, it just seems to help. And look what happened tonight, though. When, the, when the, the ability for them to get a lead and hold on to a lead and then run the football helped their defense. You know, there weren't those three Balance. and outs. Remember yeah. we seen last, Rob, they have a yeah. great drive, 70, uh, you know, 17 play drive for a 75 yard score touchdown. And then they go three and out like four times in a row. If you look at what happened in this game, it was like four straight possessions where they had a touchdown, you know, uh, after a punt. So, yeah, the, these are the types of things. And a lot of it had to do with what, what Elliott was able to do. You know, the physicality, which the line, the backs, and give Pollard a lot of credit, too, right. for his ability to, to finish on uh, some of these runs. And as look, well. I, I'm at the other end of the spectrum. I don't disagree with you guys, by the way. I mean, it, there was a time where I would fight you, like, like tooth and nail, about throwing the football. 
Because I didn't feel like that Dak Prescott was ready to throw the football. And that's a great point. It's not necessarily about what's the strategy. It's yeah. who is the guy who's quarterbacking the yeah. that strategy. Who is, who, is, who is quarterbacking the strategy, and then how are you able to move the football? Can you move it the other way? And it looks yeah. like to me, they can even, even in these losses, we've seen Ezekiel Elliott have 71, 75, 80 yards. But they, but they get out of it because all of a sudden they're 21 points down or they're, you know, they're having to scramble right. back and then it turns into Dak Prescott having a, having a Jared Goff night where he's throwing it 33 times for, you know, or 51 times for 30, you know, and you're like going, okay, right. did Jared Goff really play well in this football game? No. 33 of 51 yeah. for and that's an L. Or two touchdowns. Yeah, that's an L right there for yeah. them, you and know, that, and so if you're throwing the ball that much, time. you're probably going to lose a football game. Yeah. yeah. And, and look, I think it seems pretty simple. You go into a game with a certain approach and what you think they're going to do to you, but if, if they don't do that to you and you can run the ball effectively, then continue to run the ball. It kind of yeah. comes down to adjust your game plan to what the defense is doing to you, and if they allow you the opportunity, afford you the opportunity to throw the football, throw it. And if they afford you the opportunity to run the football, run the football. Yeah. I, I, I really I give the offensive coaches a lot of credit, the Cowboys coaches, for the way they were able to scheme the Rams. Again, I, I think they, were, they thought they gave the Rams a little bit of a dose of their own medicine the way they've been playing, but it really the defense, you know, and much maligned in the way. I mean, yeah, the yards are there, the scoring defense. I mean, seventh best scoring defense the last eight weeks, and you're kind of thinking, what, really? You know, and this is one of those things where you wonder why you're six and seven now, seven and seven, but this is what this team is capable of playing, and, and that's why it's got everybody so mm. perplexed about. Okay, why are they so bad? When they have a, a thousand yard runner, a four thousand yard quarterback, a thousand yard receiver, you know, and then, but you say, well, defensively, they haven't tackled well, right. you know, they haven't got off the field enough on third down, and they haven't created enough turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are the things. But they're capable of playing good football, like we saw tonight, against a really good football team, in my opinion. You can call us or text us at 877 81 1053, 877 81 1053. Uh, also, we'll hear what Sean Lee had to say after yes, this one. Sean. Kai Forbath, Blake Jarwin. Uh, and how about Tony Pollard? You mentioned him as we talk about the running oh, game. Tony Pollard, 12 speech, carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown. And here is what he said to Chris Arnold Tony. after the Cowboys win 44 21. TP, I don't know if you realize this, but you had 130 yards rushing, 12 yards catching, and a touchdown. How good did it feel to be out there doing what you did? I mean, it was good just being out there, but just getting the just getting the win. That was the biggest part of it, you know. Just us coming out here and winning, and breaking the little slump that we were in. Could you describe your touchdown run? It really was set up for me to score. Like it was, it was already open. I just had to hit it. Hit it. And once I got through the hole, got through the you know the old line, I just just used my guy giving speed and just ran. Zeke always liked to look at you like his little brother. He he really likes it when you have a nice game. He was just really talking really nice things about you. Could you talk about the fact that you know you guys compliment each other so well? Yeah, I mean it's just it's just yeah. hard on defense. You know you got one back that's mm-hmm. running the ball uh, very well, and then you got another back coming in right after. You know our, our styles are completely different, so it's just somehow that the defenses have to adjust to. And finally, how does it feel to have a complete victory? All three sides of the ball did well. Yeah, I mean it's just great. You know, especially this time of the year, this is what our team needed. You know, just moving in the right direction. So, yeah, just to break that little slump, it was a, a good win for us. All right. Congratulations, Tony Pollard. There's Tony Pollard, Chris Arnold, right here on the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. 12 carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Obviously the best performance of Tony Pollard's career. 
Shout out to JD for the uh, donation to help grow the nation. Yeah, both victories, right? I mean, yeah. the Dolphins, I think, was yep. the last time he yep. did it. But, yeah, see, this is what we've talked about all year. And this is where, you know, the Cowboy Nation, the Tolos out there, everybody listening around the country, around the world, wherever. Uh, you know, to me, this is, you know, why why is it taken? Why can't they not get him more involved? Why can't they not do things, you know, to, to you know, you see the explosiveness he has. You, you see when you get him the ball in space, what he's capable of doing. And it just seems like we're it, he's been much maligned because we're kind of talking about, well, he wasn't deep enough in New England. He didn't do this on the kickoff return. Why did he let the ball? You know, everything right. was kind of like right. there should be more positives because this guy is capable of doing that. And, and I think that's the thing that bothers me the most about this season is have you taken advantage fully of mm. everybody that dresses for you on game days? I think that's some of the questions that you might need to ask. Brian brought us, sorry, Tempkin. Cowboys win. They improved to 7-7 seven and seven on the season and 7-0. and oh, scoring at least 30 points, 44-21. Over the Rams. Post-game show brought to you by Susan G. Komen. Learn how the Dallas... Yes, indeed. Uh, post-game provided to you guys by Law Nation and also 105.3 The Fan. Really appreciate you all. Uh, let's continue to grind. Though. Season is upon... Oh, they go on, they on commercial break. All right, so I got about um, another 15 to maybe 30 minutes with you all. I can't go all the way long t- tonight. Uh, but I really appreciate you all. Thank you all for tuning in to The Nation. Uh, good victory, man. Uh, really good victory. Uh, really appreciate you all. Um, let's let's stack these wins on top of each other, and uh, let's continue to stack these things together. Um, <clears throat> let me see what I could do here. Uh, phone lines are now open six eight two two one four four zero eighty seven. Just try to keep it down to maybe one to two minutes, and uh, and we can talk about this thing. Really appreciate you all, though. Um, a win is a win is a win. We just got to figure out how to win to, not tomorrow, but next week. We got to figure out a way to win. You know, I'm already thinking about tomorrow, but we got to figure out a ways to win. That's the name of the game. 682-214-4087 is the phone number. Now give me a call. Give me a buzz. Get, let me know what's on your mind. How you feel? Do you want to keep Jason Garrett? Do you want to get rid of Jason Garrett? Do you think the defense done turned the corner? They finally blitzed John Lee. They had a, uh, a blitz from uh, my guy Jordan Hip-Pocket Lewis. He broke up some crucial passes there. Uh, also, uh, we saw the INT. 916, what's on your mind? 916, what's good? Hey, what's going on, Law? Just wanted to say thanks for the uh... – live stream on instagram man and been able to watch all the cowboys games because of you oh my goodness man i really appreciate it i thought nobody was watching that <laughs> <laughs> no it's like you know you, you kept having to drop it every now and then but getting mm-hmm. to jump back on and watch it and everything that's that great lost uh cable this year so oh my goodness. they will watch it because of you oh man that's a blessing that that i'm able to help everyone out that especially don't have access to to watch those games i'm from mississippi and normally they don't play the Dallas Cowboys game. They'll play the Atlanta Falcons. They'll play the Saints game or what have you because of, uh, I guess, location. And um, I used to figure out ways to watch the Cowboys game. <laughs> so I'm glad I made it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that really want to get a chance to see the game. And it's still up right now for those who uh, want to just see some of the game, actually. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But we got that win today. That was that was amazing. Yeah, a week that we don't have to get bashed, man, because the media love to bash us, man. And it's just one of those things that now we can we can look at it next week and say, okay, can we stack wins on top of each other now? Absolutely. You know, I hated you know Monday mornings having to listen and Shannon Sharp, you know, bash mm-hmm. the crap out of Dak. Mm-hmm. Like every loss is his fault, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And I I don't watch uh one oh uh, not one oh five point three the fan. I don't watch the uh Shannon Sharps of the Worlds and the uh, what's the other show? Uh first take or what have you. I don't watch them live or what have you, but I get so many clips sent to me about what they said that I have no choice but to I guess respond to what their reactions are, you see. And that's what we've been doing for all of these years when we lose. You know, we have to respond and say, no, nah, this is not the case. No, nah, this is not the scenario. But a win is a win right now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, though, Law. You take care, man. You as well. Salute, bro. Later. That's a good call for 916-682-214-4087 is the number to the nation. Let me know what's on your mind. 337, what's good? Hey, man, just wanted to tell you, man, look, once again, man, salute to you. Uh, this your boy, DJ Mixology. You know how I do it. Yes, indeed. Hey, yeah, it was a great victory, mm-hmm. but I like what Dak Prescott said, that uh, that's a leader. He mm-hmm. said we got to do better. We got to be better mm-hmm. because I saw a lot of plays that we uh, on defense, like, uh, you know, little uh, – Plays that we we let uh, uh, the Rams running back, you know you you, you know this guy is Gurley is is a is a big part of the Rams offense and he shouldn't be left alone, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a lot of miscues on their part too that helped our defense out uh on offense once again me and you we talked about Tony Pollard earlier mm-hmm. this season before the season started and I told you you know this this kid he's he's the real deal uh I I just pray that he stays solid and healthy and he can just put just a tad bit more weight on him and still keep his speed you know but uh mm, I don't overall, know about the the weight though cuz remember we love everything that that we was able to see out of Felix Jones remember him and yeah, Coco, he, yeah. he looked like David Chappelle. <laughs> then all of a sudden, wow. the next year, he looked like a little bowling ball. But he still had some of the speed, no. but he lost the, the, the elusiveness, yeah, though. Yeah. And I was like, nah, yeah, right. he, he didn't look good for us, though. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, overall, like, 20, 30. No, we talking about, like, maybe another five pounds oh, okay. or more. Yeah, we're not talking about nothing too drastic, just a little bit more. But, but you do remember that, though, right? You know, the, the yeah, Felix yeah. Jones, he, he, he was he, good for us that first year in the second, but then yeah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden he, he blew up like a balloon. <laughs> yep, you're right on about that. But overall, you know, like I said, uh, and when we last talked, Cowboy mm-hmm. Nation, don't give up. Our team is still young, when, uh, and I do believe if we had um, – a uh, couple of more people that were in that locker room that were actually uh, not afraid to speak out that can take some of these guys and coach them up because the mistakes that are being made, you just can't clap when they come on the sideline. You have to point out, hey, look, that was great, but look, this is this man was open, you know, and we need that. We need that focus like that, that urgency. You know, so but definitely, man. Shout out to you. You keep doing what you're doing, putting out good content and everything. Salute to you, man, Law Nation. Salute to you, my brother. Salute. All right. Good call, man. Good call. Six eight two two one four four zero eighty seven. Y'all remember Felix Jones, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel what he's saying. He wants some durability with Tony Pollard, but Tony Pollard 
although like when you see him in person he looks like a wide receiver but but he's stacked though nine ten what's good yo 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 love yeah what's good with you man how you living how how you feel today hey <laughs> I'm not even a Dallas Cowboys fan. I oh, just like your show, man. Oh my goodness, that's good, man. Who, who's your team? Oh man, I, hey the Panthers, man. I'm shaking my head. The Panthers oh, are my wow. team, man. I'm, just, I'm I'm disappointed, man. Well, y'all got rid I'm, of your I'm coach. waiting on the draft. You you got rid of your coach. You're waiting on the draft, so you're gonna be picking anywhere from between what uh, five, six, seven, somewhere. nine, uh, ninth or seven by seventh or tenth, somewhere in that mm-hmm. range. And uh, they got some good picks this year, boy. And uh, you don't you, you don't you want Chase Young? I think Chase Young he went back. He's going to go back, right? What do y'all need on your team? Defense, offense. Oh, y'all Man, offense looking good though. Our huh? yeah, yeah. I mean, our defense can't can't stop a nosebleed. You know, we can't stop the run. So we uh, need some some. We need O line and we need the D line. We need, you know. That's you know we need. I would say we need the D line the mostly. D line, you know that, that's all we need. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, man. I just I just called you know because I I watch the show mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I you know I I, I don't know I, I I just like your show, man. Like you know, <laughs> but I don't no. even know how I found your show. <laughs> Well, you know, I really appreciate you for calling in. So from you, objectively speaking, from the outside looking in, what do you see the Dallas Cowboys need to improve in? Because now this is going to be a total unbiased uh, question there because you from the outside looking in, you had no, uh, nothing to gain from it. So uh, how do you feel about this Dallas Cowboys team? You think we can go on a run or, you know, would you pay Dak? What, what are your oh, thoughts? Man. I think – they will win the division by default because mm-hmm. the the Philadelphia Eagles they they just banged up. They don't have no wide receiver. I, I don't even know who uh, Carson Wentz is throwing the ball to. Mm-hmm. And the Redskins are the Redskins. You know the Giants they're terrible. Okay. So I think they'll win by win the division by default. Mm-hmm. And you know as far as what do I think the Cowboys' oh, weaknesses? What they need? To, okay, I'm I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Jerry Jones is the problem. That's what Jerry I'm gonna say. Jones. Okay. Because with him, with, with him, he seems like he likes he likes those like, well, uh, uh, what do y'all call Jason Garrett the Clapper? Right, right. The, the Clapper. I call him the Clapper. Mm-hmm. Coach yeah, Ray. I mean, okay, he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I I want to say Garrett is the weakness, but I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Jerry Jones because he he likes to hire. These called yes men. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Michael Jordan. He wants mm-hmm. guys to always kind of do what he wants and always agree with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Jerry Jones. And as far as Dak, mm-hmm. I feel I I feel like Dak should have took. Uh, how much were they offering offering him in the offseason? Uh, we was won't, it like thirty we, mil. We, we would never know. It has been undisclosed, so we we don't know at this point. Uh, it could have been 25 for all we know, but yeah, but it is what it is. I think that he should get some type of paper because he just beat golf who got paid 33 and he beat uh, Carson Wentz who got 32 million or something like that or something. Well, those numbers could be 
you know, vice versa. But 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 it is what it is at this point. I think that he 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 should get his money though. You know, it should be anywhere between okay, I got thirty three and thirty four million. Okay, I got one question for you. Go ahead, go ahead, fam. Because I know I took up some of your time talking about those Panthers. But go ahead. Okay. How what what do you think Jason Garrett needs to do to keep his job, and what do you think he what do you think will happen for him to get fired? What needs to happen for him to get fired, and what needs to happen for him to keep the job? It's plain and simple. He has to win multiple playoff games. You know, it's been two playoff games in ten years, and uh, that's not a good not a good thing on anybody's resume. And uh, he got to get multiple playoff wins and victories to keep his job. And uh, if he don't do that, then so, he's fired. Okay, so mm-hmm. right now, right now they're a wild card team. So if they don't reach the NFC Championship game, he's gone. Yep, just like Riverboat Run, he's gonna be running on out of there. <laughs> he might coach your team next year. <laughs> but man, oh, I no, really oh, appreciate no, oh, you. No. I appreciate you for calling in, fam. Salute to your team, and let's All continue right. to grind. Salute. Okay. All right, I'll let you. All right, peace. From the 910, that was a 9-10. Not even a Cowboys, Silver, and Blue Nation uh, uh, follower, but he followed the Law Nation. I really appreciate him. Lawrence Campbell that's on my Facebook panel, man. Really appreciate you for tuning in. Marvin, really appreciate you. And Tavares Peel, man, I really appreciate you as well for tuning in to the nation. Devon, shout out to you. Jason Garrett is in the chat box, man. He says, I'm a winner. The Super Bowl is what I'm talking about. That's okay. That's what I'm talking about. We love the positive vibe. 682-214-4087. That's the phone line. Call in if you have the time. Let's get this thing going. Buffalo score versus Pittsburgh still a 7-3. I think Cole Beasley caught him a touchdown pass, you know, today. So that's pretty good for Cole Beasley. Um <clears throat> who else we have over here uh, what a waste of a first division <laughs> shout out to you Rue shout out to you man good jumping point good win yes my Cowboys family y'all follow them as well they got some great content out there for the nation um, he follows Mark Home as well yes shout out to uh, him Cowboys 909 really appreciate you all alright so here's the thing uh, Donald, uh, what's it says? Uh, Law, how about those boys? Yes, Tyrone uh, says Law, uh, love this win, man. This is a win that we can look at, and we gotta look at it from these parameters. If we can finally, finally stack wins on wins, meaning that we beat the Rams, and then we look at the Eagles, and we find a way to beat the Eagles, that momentum can shift, and now we can have a momentum heading into the playoff. We will be the team that's hot. The other teams can be backpedaling into the playoff, and anything can happen from there, right? So that's how we can look at this thing, Cowboy Nation. That's how I can see that this team can move it all the way down. Now, will it be easy? No. This will be an uphill battle. We have to fight. We have to earn every situation. And we have to figure out these things one way or another, Cowboy Nation. That's that's the reality of it. All right. So let me see what I can do here. We've been live for about an hour and 30 minutes. Um, one more call and we're going to shut it down. You got at least three, what, two more minutes to call in. If not, I'm going to shut it all the way down. 
There we go. Here go my call. Let me see if I can go back over here. 469, what's on your mind? Oh, man. Oh, we in yeah. the field and we live like 95. Five. Yes. Oh, yeah, baby. Hold on. I got to say this real quick. But for everybody tuning in to Law Nation, did y'all just hear that last call? The last two calls, first off, we got people who not even Cowboys fans tuned in to the nation. Oh, yeah. And on top of that, we got people who are in markets who can't see the Cowboys who, because of Law Nation, get to see their team and America's team. That lets you know right there, mm. not only – is America's team, it, it, are the Cowboys America's team, will be America's team, always will be America's team, mm. but Law Nation is the nation. Oh my goodness. And we got to do it. everything <laughs> we can to keep growing the nation. It, 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 you know, I, I just got to take my hat off, I got to take my do-rag off, I got mm. to take a knee to the presence of the nation because, brother, you were doing something so phenomenal. And I remember when it started, it was just a few of you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now look at look at how far you've reached, man. Oh like, goodness. this is phenomenal. What you have done, what you have grown to, you get us inside intel that, you know, sometimes Brian Broaddus and Mickey and, and Nick Eatman and them don't even give us, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so, man, I got I to gotta salute to you, brother. You have sojourned. You have trailblazed. And you have made the nation, law nation, what it is. And we are well, it's an honor to be a part of it, man. It's an honor to be a part of it. I'm, I really mean that, <laughs> man. I mean, you put a smile on my face, man. It makes my teeth white, man. When you when you talk all of those love and adulations, man, I, for the nation too, because it's not about me, believe it or not. It's about you all that's pumping this thing up, and then I can look back and say, man, this is what I started off by first doing YouTube videos and doing what I did on Instagram, and then YouTube like, nah, you can't do that no more, you know, but. Yeah, but but this is the reality. I never thought about doing this until I was talking over it, and somebody said, "Hey, man, you got a good voice, man. I understood the game better now." And then all of a sudden, I said, "You know what? Let me just do this thing." Went and bought a mic. Went and bought a camera. You see, and now we here. Yeah. So. Uh, it's possible for anybody to do this. It's nothing special, but I really, really appreciate you for giving me those uh, those love and adulations, man. You know, for the nation. Yeah, I really. Hey, man, it's an honor. The one thing I wanted to say, I had uh, I had a, a question about it. You know, um, mm-hmm. so as far as our game next week, how big is this game? How big is this game next week? On, on the scale and the weight of our season. Could you talk to us about that? No, it's just not for the scale and the weight for the season. This is the scale of a weight for the franchise, you see, because I look at it like the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, although they haven't beaten us in, what, five or six games, they do a lot of talking, right? And they say, well, we haven't won the Super Bowl since people was babies, and some people not even been born yet since the last time we won the Super Bowl, and we only have two (laughs) playoff victories. We know how that talk can go. And remember, I recall in the earlier part of the season, the Eagles beat the Packers, and they was yelling out, Dallas suck, Dallas suck. So to me me personally, the Eagles got strong neck neck muscles because they continue to look up. 
They want to feel the taste and taste the glory of the Dallas Cowboys. And at any chance, they like the adversary. They try to pull us down to their level, you see. At the end of the day, they still looking up. It's like a candlelight to the sun. It's no comparison because we are two separate entities. We are still the Dallas Cowboys, the America's team. They might got the Eagles, the bird. Of course, that's the America's bird for crying out loud. But it's nothing <laughs> comparable to this star that's on my head. You see what I'm saying? And and we are, right. we are the true team because we inspired them for once. And, and they got their Super Bowl cool. What they want a cookie? They got rid of the only quarterback that, that won them their Super Bowl. And they thinking that they can get that same results with Carson Wentz. And all I see is they, they talking to Carson Wentz is supposed to be this guy that can galvanize this and that. Nah, he's going to be a guy that's going to fold up like a lawn chair come Sunday. You can book that. <laughs> that's right. Because we, we got barbecue Antoine Woods, a.k.a. the human log. Yeah. We got him back. Mm-hmm. We, got, we, we, we got a vintage Sean Lee right. fighting. You know, old man Wick, you know, fighting. I mean, these. I mean, they they really turned it on. I'm excited for what they're going to do uh, coming up this week, tomorrow. Uh, what the mindset is going to be like? They got to mm-hmm. keep this energy. They got to keep this thunder. But I got kids in the background. That's all good, um, man. But, <laughs> That's a blessing. But, um, that means you grow on the nation over there. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next generation of the nation, baby. Yes, That's right. Indeed. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's that's all I uh, wanted to say, man. I, I really appreciate it. We got to, hey, hey, nation, we got to keep growing the nation. I just got to say this: the content is too good, um, the the commentary is too good, the analysis are so good. Intel, there's no reason why the nation can't rival with undisputed, with first tape, with even with the fan. If you're in the Dallas local market, and it's gonna be the donations that help grow the nation, that's going to get us there. And when it blow up, you're going to know, hey, I helped build that empire. So let's reach into our digital pockets. Let's give. Let's keep supporting our brother. Let's keep getting great content. And next thing you'll know, we'll see Law Nation up there with the names, if you're familiar with Dallas Sports, Norm mm-hmm. Hiskis, and mm-hmm. the Brian Broadasses, and the Gavin Dawsons, and the yeah. Gavin Fiddles. And the, you know, if you're familiar all right, yes, that's the law. That's all I got to say. Now you know you got to give us a sign out before we go. And remember, you all are listening in to nothing but the best. Salute. Yeah. Oh, that's it. All right, well, salute. Peace, bro. Appreciate. All right, love. man. For that, for that caller giving us all of that love, man. Boy, four oh nine. What's on your mind, four oh nine? What's up, what's up? It's your world, man. Talk to me. Yeah, what's up, loud? It's your boy, Jay Chambers from Port Arthur, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, turn, turn your radio down just a little bit that's in the background so we won't hear that echo reverb. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, this your boy, Jay Chambers from Port Arthur, Texas, man. I've been listening to you for about two years now. You know oh, what I'm saying? I just, appreciate it. Go ahead and give you a call, man. Let you know we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate what you're doing for the nation. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to also say this is what I think makes us Cowboys fans kind of cringe a little bit because we know what our team is. We know what they are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I also yeah. feel as though that maybe that film that old Jason Garrett or um, 
Stephen Jones show, maybe that did a little help a little bit because they played like they are capable of playing tonight. And and that's that's just what made me just excited. I'm excited about the rest of these games, and I feel like we can do something. Yes, indeed, man. We just stacked these things together. Like I said, that highlight reel was something that we all need to see. If the Cowboys play like that, man, they need to cut us a copy and let us see some of that because the yeah, team played better. inspired and they was ready. And I think Sean Lee said, you know what? I'm going to take this ball away. They're going to sit there and watch <laughs> it, you know. And uh, Jordan Lewis said, you know what? I'm going to make sure the quarterback can feel my shoulder when I come in for that blitz action, you see. And Edgewan Barbecue Woods, he said, look, man, hey, I had my name all in the news last week. Let me just show the world that I am the enforcer on that front four, you see. So that's what I like to see, and that's the type of work action that we love to see, and they played inspired. Yes, sir. And you said something very important. That boy, mm-hmm. uh, Barbecue Woods right there in the middle, man, that mm-hmm. made a big difference you've seen on that defense tonight. That boy is something serious, you know. Mm-hmm. And we need him to stay healthy. We need him to keep his mind right, you know what I'm saying? Because we're going to need him down the stretch. And Jordan Lewis, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's not – I don't even have to get Four on that. Everybody sacks, two interceptions for the season, I believe, something like that. I mean, the, the kid is yeah. showing that he worth every penny. So, we need to lock him up as well. Yes, sir. We need to go ahead and keep him in there. But, man, Law Nation, I'm just letting you know. I'm keep listening. I'm always listening. Uh, you might see me on there as Jay Chambers, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Cowboys. I'm always on your page, always looking. But, man, you keep it up, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm following you 100%. 10-4, man. Really appreciate you, 409, man. Shout out to you. Salute. All righty, then. You take it easy. Yes, indeed, man. Good caller, man. Good caller. I uh, had a few people to call in. Uh, if you get that voicemail, just uh, leave one, and I can review it from there. I uh, really appreciate you all. Uh, this is not even possible uh, without you all. 209, man. What's good? What's on your mind? 209, call back. All right, so Cowboy Nation. I'm going to find me some food to eat. I smell the aroma. It smells so good. It's messing with my mind. I can't even put words together. I'm going to grab me something to eat so I won't disappear. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys don't want me to disappear, right? So I really appreciate you all. Go eat me a good old meal. Been up since 4 o'clock. I just shut off the phone line. So oh, got one more call in. All right, 209. You the last caller of tonight. Talk to me. Law Nation, what's up, brother? This is your two oh nine cowboy brother out here. Um my, Oh, you, oh you just turn turn your radio down, turn your radio down. <laughs> to turn it down just a little bit. That's actually the T V. Oh, no worries, no worries. What's good though? You wanna say anything? All right. Yeah, man. So I just wanted to say, um you know, it, it looks like we are we we are heading honestly, the Eagles, um I'm I mean, I'm not going to look past them, right. but just the the way they play, man, I I just really don't see them as a factor. I mean, if we don't beat them, I mean, of course, we don't deserve to be playing nothing else anyway. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. which team out of the uh, Seahawks and the Niners would you rather face first in order to propel us into even further, a further deeper run in the NFL? That's first, and then and then second. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see us, you know, continuing to grow or do you think this is one of those 
does. And I, I hang up and you can answer, brother. Love you, man. God bless. Amen. Amen. Love you too, man. Um, here's the thing. Um, I look at this organization and I see that all of those teams, I can't stand them. All of the teams that's in the playoff. And let me go one by one. The 49ers, I can't stand the 49ers, especially since 1994. Mm. I still say that Deion Sanders – P.I. my guy Michael Irvin. I would never get over it, you know. I cried real tears in that, that year '94, and then for us to ultimately get Deion Sanders the next year, I was like, ah, I can't stand the dude because he was like the prima donna and these sorts of things, right? And uh, I can't stand him. So I would rather face the 49ers week one of the playoffs, what have you. And I would rather for us to get. I, I want this whole tour to be a revenge tour. Think about it. I can't stand the 49ers, and I definitely can't mm-hmm. stand the Seattle Seahawks. I call them Sea Chickens because they did what, what they did for my guy Tony Romo. And then on top of that, look, the craziest thing about the Seattle Seahawks, this is how crazy the Seattle Seahawks are. You remember in 2006, right, the bobble, mm-hmm. botch, fumble, what have you. Boy, I mm-hmm. cried real tears in 2006, and I can't get over the fact that all we had to do is hold the ball, but they put that slippery ball, and the kicker and the Tony Romo couldn't hold on to the ball situation. It got me some mental issues yeah. since that day, right? And uh, I can't stand, mm-hmm. I can't stand the Seattle Seahawks, you know, and uh, especially it's crazy. The spotlight was on Tony Romo for that year, and he mm-hmm. bobbled a snap or what have you. And it ended it for him. And for us to fast forward to 2016, the same team. This is how crazy that is. The same team <laughs> that, that that ended Tony Romo's little run in 2006 ended his career, wow. basically. You see? Wow. How did that go? How wow. that connects? And how that mess up with my mental and all of these to- sorts of things? I'm just being transparent yeah. to everybody right now. All right, so – if we talk about the Green Bay Packers, I can't stand the Green Bay Packers catch no catch situation. And of course, the Green Bay put took us out of our miseries in 2016 too. So it it just been one of those things that I can't stand. None of these teams that's in the playoffs. So I want this tour to be a revenge tour. And it would be just yeah. the icing on the cake if we can go through the hardest level of beating these teams and get to the Super Bowl and beat that team, whatever who we play in the Super Bowl. It'll, wow. be, it'll be like it, the it, sweetest joy. You see what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> you know? well just like I, I'm here in Stockton, and it's like an hour and a half from San Francisco, so it's mm-hmm. 49er fan driving all around the city. Right. So, so I, I, I'm I'm with you on that right there. But uh, but man, I appreciate you, man. Uh, like like the caller before was saying, mm-hmm. um, like honestly, like like you 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 construct our team, but mm-hmm. at the same time you always bring a positive vibe and you give us hope, you know what I'm saying? Because honestly, don't nobody want to hear nothing about football after the Cowboys lose, period. <laughs> right. But it, you know, it, but it's like you want to go like you want to go to Brian Broaddus and them and they get to they being negative and and they supposed to, you know, be able to paint a picture to be able to help us out a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you do a great job, man. So I appreciate you. Man, Keep appreciate doing what you're doing, brother, and I will I will I will um support you however I can. Most certainly, man. I really appreciate you. Thanks for calling in to the nation, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Take care. Salute. Bye. That's a good call, man, uh, from the 209. Um, reminds me of a story of uh, of uh, Joseph, right? He had this vision. He, he spoke it. 
to his brethren and they got jealous and upset about it. The brethren that he told division to sold him off to slavery, right? For 20 to 25 years, he was struggling, right? And he could have easily gave up. He could have easily folded up. But don't you guys know that in that time of being captive in prison or, or in slavery, he was upset. He was angry. He was really, really mad at his brethren. And I, how I tie this thing in to the Cowboys Nation is that for over 25 years, going on 25 years, we've been into that same state where whereas we can't get out of this bondage. We've been trapped in a sense. And we get mad and we get frustrated at each other. But in the realities of this world, right, there's still a positive situation. What he said was never a lie. It was all truth. He had to go through that hard spell for all of those years. And guess what? At the end, when he came out, he was victorious. And his brethren did exactly what he told them that they were going to do. But they had to prove it, right? Huh? They had to prove it. And, and, and the reason why I say that they had to prove it is that when you do some people wrong, they're not able to recognize you, right? But you are able to recognize them. Joseph was able to recognize them. They couldn't recognize him at all. What I'm trying to say, Cowboy Nation, is that we can recognize what's going on with this organization. We can recognize the pitfalls and the miseries and the shambles and all of these things. But however, what keep us going is knowing that we have a little hope. And I always say there's hope in the future. There's power in the presence. And right now, Cowboy Nation, we got extremely power right now. And we just got to stack these wins on top of each other. Let's continue to grind, Cowboy Nation. Let's find this way to just shake this dirt off and stand on top of it. And then we can look back and we can say we are the ones that's victorious, right? Let's climb up out of this, uh, this prison that we are in. Let's stand tall. Cowboy Nation, I really appreciate you all. That's been my time. I told, told y'all I was going to take you out of church a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. I'm out. And, and you know what the craziest part about that story? It's, the, it's in the book of Genesis, man, if you read that. He says, for it was not you, the brothers who sold me into slavery. <laughs> it was not you. It was God. Huh? I suffered so you all wouldn't have to suffer, right? That's what I'm talking about. That's reality. Huh? Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I suffered so you all have to suffer. A remnant of blessing. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let me see some fire emojis in the box. Let's go. Let's go. time one movement at a time brick by brick let's go they say keep your head high keep swinging blows right you got a puncher's chance even when we get hit in the jaw we say ah we shake that off let's go more more yes rude I see you, Rule. Let me get let me give a shout out to Rule right quick. Let me give a shout out to Rule, man. He's been grinding over here. 
when you grind like that, you see, you gotta make him one of those. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Y'all know what time it is, baby. Y'all know what time it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. time it is, right? Huh? Yeah. 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 This is Spartans! Let's go! Victory mass, baby! One day at a time, one movement at a time. Let's continue to grind, baby. Appreciate the donation to have grow the nation, baby. Alright, alright, Cowboy Nation. If you want a thing bad enough to call and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out and sweat for it and fret for it and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you'll simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity, with faith, hope and confidence and stern pertinacity, if neither fame, cold or poverty can slow you down, I'm going to tell you this, Cowboy Nation, let's pick our head up and let's go get this trophy. Yes. Yes. my time.